Ladies and gentlemen, once again it is the Mason and Friends Show, featuring live via Zoom, the Black Hand of Mike, aka El Transporte. Yeah. As well as Trey X, aka the illustrious poet known as Trey X. One time for your mind, two time for your soul. Me, I'm Mason. These are my friends. Welcome to the Mason and Friends Show. What's happening, y'all? What's, What's happening? good out there? Before we get into what we usually do here, last week when we were taping the show, I was on my way home from taping, and I received the news that Bob Saget passed away, man. Yeah. That was... Bad news. Wow. I'm still not sure what happened. He was... They don't know. He was going on comedy tour, and they found him in his hotel room dead. Yeah, it bugged me out. I was like, damn, like, 2022 ain't playing. Not at all. Who would have thought that Danny Tanner would check out? I mean, for real. So early on. Yeah, because a lot of people were like, they were shocked with it, because he just, you know, just dropped, killed over. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, he was a really pretty awesome stand-up comedian. He was hilarious. I liked to stand up more than I did... Full House, which I didn't like at all. Absolutely. And America's Funniest Home Videos, because that used to be on Sunday nights before the Simpsons. America's Funniest Home Videos was like uh, that was the YouTube our of our of ridiculousness at the time. Yeah, that's like the grandfather of ridiculousness. Yeah, and you had to really yeah. Rob Deerdeck. You had to really send it in. Yeah, yeah, you had to submit your video. Yeah, you had to submit it, then you would win it? like $10,000. And it was like a real deal VHS you were probably having to send in at Oh, that yeah, point. that was back in the early 90s. So, yeah, you wasn't sending a copy. You were sending yeah, the you original. Yeah, you were sending the original straight up. That was the NFT of its day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should really look yeah. back on that. But still, rest in peace to the late, great Bob Saget. Thank you for all the memories from growing up in the 90s. Yeah. Now. Yeah, for real. Shout out to Bob Saget. Now. Family members. Let's get right into Trey's, this. Trey's got some agenda oh, today. Oh, yes. We He's got one. Trey is you fired up. You might have seen this on my Twitter page, Trey X for real, but um, I didn't even want to respond. I had to talk to Trey about this before the show even started. Yeah, to make sure we're all on good terms here. <laughs> yes, you know <laughs> we are, we are. But anyway, <laughs> Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, you heard me mention her name on this show twice before. Now we need you to come to the front of the congregation because we need to have a discussion here. Now. She is making history in the state of Virginia as the first black woman to hold statewide office to be when she was sworn in as lieutenant governor alongside Glenn Youngkin and his old howdy doody looking ass. But anyway, <laughs> he does look kind of howdy doody. But anyway, this is what she said in an interview with um, NPR recently. And this is in regards to, as it's written, she wants to use her power to address what she sees as pressing problems, which is a country that under its undereducates its children and overtaxes its citizens, as well as a state unwilling to move on from its dark past, in which she said verbatim, slavery happened, absolutely, and there are some vestiges of it. But how long are we going to go back there? Basically, she's, to say it short, she's wanting us to, quote-unquote, get over slavery. Uh, tell that to... Millions upon millions of black people in the United States of America, and also at the fact that slavery 
ended, yeah, it ended a long time ago, 157 years ago to be exact, and it's also been 403 years since the first slave ships arrived in the state of Virginia, and that was back in 1619, 403 years ago. And also, it's like, come on, why are you saying this? But then again, I kind of see why she said it. Because if Glenn Youngkin had said it, the NAACP and Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and all the other black leaders would have been after him with a vengeance. They would have been wanting, they would have been out for blood. But yeah. Winsome Sears is out there to basically rehatch that talking point. Basically, and I've said this before on the show, she tried to be a good house Negro for Massa Youngkin for pats on the head and all the butter biscuits she can eat. <laughs> Not the butter biscuits. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> um, salute Not to... I got that from uh, another person I follow on Twitter, uh, Tariq Nasheed. Salute to Tariq Nasheed. Salute to the brother Tariq Nasheed. Uh. But yeah, like, get over slavery. Uh, easier said than done, don't you think? Clearly. It's clearly well, easier with, said than with, done. With that get over slavery joint is is uh uh you know how you got people talk about critical race theory how they don't want to teach critical race theory but yet it'll keep you know preaching the slavery should have all of it's all fucking history you know what i'm saying every last bit of it and furthermore how fucking came to be furthermore cr- critical race theory is not taught in k through 12 it's taught in college it's not taught in the public school curriculum that was more or less a not yet anyway right but there's as i understand it there are um you know, streaks of it working its way in here and there, and that's the sort of thing like that people are apparently having trouble with. They're afraid that it might make the children feel guilty. Well, but I don't feel think guilty that, about the real history right, of America. Like, I think it depends on how you how you um, portray things. And you say, look, these things happened, but you didn't do it, and it didn't happen to you. Right. You know what I mean? See, that's like, the same that got me with fucking schools, though, now. Like, okay, so... But that, to me, quick. seems to be the way that it should be portrayed to people. It shouldn't be, look, your people did this to these people, or your people had this done by those people, because that, to me, is like a divisive way of, of yeah. describing it. It should be like, look, people were enslaved, these folks did it, you know, like, it's not really, doesn't have any real bearing on who you are today, as far as who they were, but these are the things that happened here in our country. And we need to be aware of that. And we need to be aware of the way that all of everything went as far as black folks eventually ending up free. And then, you know, the uh, Jim Crow era of laws that took place. Yeah. That's like, to me, I think that the the real way to, like, interact or have, uh, like, reparations of some sort is to invest in the communities that were negatively impacted by Jim Crow laws disproportionately. As opposed to say, and to an individual, well, look, you the, by the color of your skin, I'm gonna give you sixteen hundred dollars. You know what I mean? I, I I think that that is like not the ideal way to go about it. I That'll think that, just make folks act a damn fool, like when they got the stimulus check. Exactly. It it would be work. like that episode of the Chappelle, like show. Chappelle show. You know what I mean? And and I think Do you that, know how like if they I think gave that investing every in person, Baltimore is a better if they gave investment. any person of African descent. X amount of dollars, you know what's going to happen. Well, it's going to get spent, a lot of it. On nonsense. Right. And to me, it's like, it would be better, because everyone spends money that they get for free on nonsense. It doesn't have anything to do with the color of your skin. You're going to go out and blow your free money on dumb shit. It's like if the Jew won $2,000. He's going to spend that at the strip strip club club. in an hour. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Some of it will go to the strip club, but I think a lot of it will go to fishing. 
Yeah. True. <laughs> right. But um, Mike, you had a point that you were making in <laughs> earlier, me. but um, what was that point again? Oh, yeah. So, like, with schools, you know how you're talking about how they, they, they worry about kids' self-esteem and shit, right? Uh-huh. They, they worry a lot more on a child's self-esteem than actually what a child learns. Yeah, I, I picked that up years ago, years ago, when I had a stepson, you know, he wasn't picking up the information. He wasn't processing shit right. And I'm like, look, you know, we all talk. We talk with the school and everything. Like, we might need to hold him back because he doesn't understand the material. They're like, oh, no, we don't do that no more. Uh, what was it? Uh, no Child Left No Child Left Behind. That was, um, I think, over 20 years ago. Yeah, we can't hold your kid being dumb against him. Yeah. Uh, George say, W. Say, no, Bush was, like, the no head of because that. Because it fucks with their self-esteem. I'm like, fuck self-esteem. I want my child to understand how to add, subtract, and shit. Versus being pushed through this fucking system and right. not know how to do this. Because when when you're behind, that's like a worse way to be learning something. Like I don't know exactly. what's going on right now. Well, sorry, like figure it out, or you're you're gonna be way behind. This is what they tell you. They tell you that fucking oh, eventually it'll click and it'll catch up. Like nah, bitch, I know my child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if it's not clicking, then yeah, you kind of do have to hold them back. Uh, or or you got to take special time out for them like when i was and in second that's what grade we ended up doing we ended up getting a tutor right you know doing extra shit on the side but i mean it was a lot of shit that school was not trying to help out at all but that's you know what i mean that's been like that a long time when i was in second grade i couldn't read very well and my second grade teacher mrs taylor shout out mrs taylor she took me and uh, all summer long between second and third grade uh we'd get together at the pool a couple times a week and go over reading stuff, and she taught me how to read. And see, now that you said that, it clicked in my joint because uh, I, I was remember back when I was younger. Uh, you know, I had issues reading and whatnot, and I remember my mom always had over the summer always had workbooks for me to do. Right. Like I would have to do, you know, a page or two of work. You know, what I'm saying before she got home from work, and she check out what I'd done and go over everything I did and read for like. 30 minutes or whatever, you know what I mean? That, but that, again, that's outside of the school. Right. You know, school in there, you know what I mean? But that's like, also we, we her. Have to educate our kids. But that's her being an active parent and being involved, which is like part of it. You can't just drop your kids off and say, educate them, and I'm not going to do anything at home. It, yeah, that, that's know, there's, true. There's a balancing act there. And if your kid's behind, you have to like help you out. You have to really. To help them get up to par. Push them up a little bit further, right. even if it means interrupting summer vacation. But they get, then again, they don't really do anything. Yeah, fuck your vacation, vacation, you little bastards. It's like, maybe <laughs> I, I was a little really bit more. summer vacation shit now. Maybe I'm a little bit more advanced than you guys were, because I was a better reader than anybody that I went to school with. Well, I, I tell you. I think a lot of that comes from. Mostly my mother, because she was a English major when she was in college. Well, once I dropped out of college, I started reading a bunch of stuff that I found really interesting. Yeah. And that was, like, and also, awesome. And also, like, if, we used to get the Washington Post every day. My father would pick up the Washington Post and bring it home when he got off work. And we used to get National Geographic and Rolling Stone magazine at the house. And we used to watch Jeopardy every night. Yeah, Jeopardy's fun. And and but that's good parenting. And had like trivial pursuit games and whatnot. Yo, yeah. Right. I remember I had trivial pursuit, the Jeopardy, all that shit that Trey's talking about. I had it in my household too. Yeah. Oh, we weren't raising oh, my mother and father made my father rest in peace. Um we're not raising three dummies at all. Right. Nah. But that's they raised three sons to be successful and be this and that. 
Well, but that's the and way. With me, it's the, like you know, I took more to of be. a let's talk about what's happening and what people need to know, which is I think we were discussing this off air. This is kind of why, if I were to have like my own thing, and like for instance, of course, the congregation would be the title, where I get to really talk about what's happening and then talk to other people and kind of get their perspective on what they do and whatnot. Like it can be different politicians. It could be public figures if need be, if I can get a hold of them. Right. You know, it's something to think about. It's something to really consider doing. Cause I've, cause I've had people telling me like, you should have been famous. Like, like 20 years ago, I thought you'd be like, the biggest thing out I'm like well yeah but things don't work out the way you want them to well and plus we came up in an era where the thing we're doing right now was not a thing yeah and there was no such thing yeah. as going viral in 2002 right going was, viral was completely different there was an the definition was completely different there than was it is today. entertainment infrastructure that you had to crack your way into and work into in a way that like we're able to these do days now for ourselves people are getting famous off of youtube and instagram and tiktok bitches are selling farts you gotta find a lane yeah i mean look if, if i could sell farts i would but you know i think i'm more suited for hey, that's this. something to do man get that jar of hot damn going out that's man. right uh, you know i would i would want to have to like really have some bonchon or something and really get myself like to a point you know, where I was Bonchon or Panda yeah. Express, or, right? Or both. I need a <laughs> you Panda want, you Express want and Bonchon. Farts? I want like a. Oh, that would be interesting. Oh, different sense. Like yeah, I do different things. <laughs> I had Chick Fil A for lunch. Here's a Chick Fil A fart yeah. for Wednesday and Thursday. I had uh, Cava for lunch. So this is a Cava fart, and uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's Tuesday. I went to Chipotle. Right. It's Joe and Benny's Pizza from Sunday. Or out. I went to Taco Bell. And oh, speaking of Taco Bell. Speaking of Taco Bell, now last week, if you, if anybody out there remembers the show from last week or listened to it, I called Taco Bell to the front of the congregation, and not even several days later, Taco Bell says that they're going to stop selling their wings. I'm thinking to myself, they got mad backlash. But like the memes were, what were they outrageous. thinking? What were they thinking? See, that's almost like, uh, like, like if Chick Fil A came out and say, "Hey, y'all." We got a Big Mac. You know what I mean? Nah, I'm no, just suspect on that. Especially y'all be chicken. Y'all because got a cow mascot y'all, saying right. more chicken. Exactly. Because when you mascot. think Chick-fil-A, you think chicken. You're not thinking right. beef. Right. You can't have beef at Chick-fil-A. But that's what it would be but like. But see. Like we're doing sliders. This what we said before. Remember this shit, Mason? That fucking. The reason Chick-fil-A is so successful is because they keep their motherfucking menu simple. There's only certain things you can get from Chick-fil-A. And right. that is chicken. Right. That's what I say it's about restaurants the all the time. You do the name of Chick Fil A says right. it all. But if you do a restaurant and you do any kind of restaurant, whether it's big or small, massive, local, whatever, like you need to do a couple of things well, and that's what you should do with it. You shouldn't do everything. You shouldn't just try to do everything. Right. Like, like if Chick Fil A say, "Yo, we got fucking chili dogs," be suspect on them chili dogs. Oh no, hell yeah! Don't even try. Hell's yeah! <laughs> you know that man. would be the worst if they had like a dog. Chick-fil-A was like, yo, we got a chicka dog or some shit. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, like Burger King and everybody, all these burger places, they're all fucking with the impossible meat, but there's no impossible meat at Chick-fil-A. They're still doing Chick-fil-A. Exactly. They're still fucking straight chicken. Yeah. Because there have been (laughs) other chains that have done wild stuff. I mean, in the late 80s, McDonald's tried to do pizza. It didn't work. Oh, my God. Dairy Queen Fuck, tried to. I forgot about that. Yeah, Dairy Queen tried to do frozen yogurt. That didn't work. <laughs> well, it's like Domino's has all that extra shit that they do now. 
But it's like, yeah, they got fucking stick to chicken. pizza, they man. It's the only way they could compete because their pizza is so meh. You know what I mean? And Pizza Hut, of course, will be like Taco Bell, giving you the shits. Well, Pizza Hut is like the same as Taco Bell. They're owned by the same... They're owned by the same company. They're using mm-hmm. the same ingredients, man. I think Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and Kentucky Fried Chicken but are you, all the same place. But you know, Pizza Hut's got me, though, man. Like, I want Pizza Hut breadsticks. Like, yes, bam. You Say know? something about that. Like, I mean, Say something about that. I've, they've got me on that. Like, I, there ain't the a Pizza Hut sticks? in town. What? And, but when I see a Pizza Hut and I'm driving by, I always think maybe I should go get some breadsticks. Like, yeah. I always just think the breadsticks because that other it just tears my Shit. stomach to hell. I'm telling you what, man, the pizza's horrific, but the breadsticks, man, oh the my breadsticks god, breadsticks, yeah, man, fuck yeah, they like crack. Yeah, they really are. Because I think about it every time I see it. It's like if I was a crackhead and I was driving by the corner I used to score at. You know what I mean? I'd always be like, <laughs> you banging, man. On the, you're banging on the Pizza Hut door at three in the morning. <laughs> yeah, let me get that pizza. I need that. But um, getting Yo, back just to let me get five of yeah, getting back get to the Taco Bell thing, there were two <laughs> conclusions that I came down to. Number one, they realized that it's why go there for why go to Taco Bell for chicken wings when, and like I've said before on the show, when Wingstop is a thing, when Buffalo Wild Wings is, is a thing, even Royal Farms can go head to head. in the wing business and win. They I will could. say that they could they could get into that if they wanted. They could. And number two on that list was my note to Taco Bell. Don't go chasing chicken wings. Please stick to the tacos and burritos that give me the shits like you're used to. And well, yes, see, I've used the, the TLC reference Taco for Taco Bell would have just stuck with fucking tacos. Right, stay in your lane. taking all the shit off their fucking menu and trying to put new dumb shit on the menu. They would have been all right. Yeah, bring but back the Mexican didn't. pizza, please. Right? But they need to, like, what they need to do is concentrate on upgrading the quality of their meat. Like, if, if yes. it's like, I go yeah. there and I'm like, this taco's not that bad, but I know that it's not, like, some super high quality. And again, it's like it's changed over the last thirty years. Oh yeah, for yeah. thirty years ago it was the shit. But yeah, well they used to have yellow corn shells, man. Yeah. Now, now I don't know what the hell it is. It's like it's not even close to old El Paso quality, dude. Old El Paso, man, because you can buy your own shit and make it with that, and it's fire, man. Mm-hmm. Old El Paso, you get a little packet at the store, throw it in your ground beef at the you crib. You get that, you get fire. Your- I would go over into the meatless department and get my impossible meat from there. That's so you like that impossible stuff? Hell yeah, You, you man. fuck with that? Mm. Hell yeah, man. It's just when hydrogenated I go, oils and shit, though, right? I know, but still, it's so damn... It's amazing. It's good. <laughs> it's made me want to go back to... It's Bur- soy byproduct. It's made me want to go back to Burger King, because I haven't eaten there in years. When I found out the Impossible Whopper was there, I was in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. This was about... It's Three like, years ago. It I was, was like a Re- major event for him. He's yeah. like, at 9-11, I was yeah. here, and w- when I found out that impossible found out about it, I was like, let me try about it, and we were actually, I was in for a whole bit, I'm like, let me check this out. <laughs> okay, impossible Whopper, no cheese, no mayo, no onions, extra pickle. You know, large fries and a Coke Zero. Was that shit banging? It was on, it was on point. Nice, nice. It was on point. But I would, I think, I think that, technically speaking... Real meat might actually be healthier for you than impossible meat. If you so want to look at the actual really, health benefits. You really got a point there. You know. But then again, you also have some that don't fuck with the beef like I do. No, I get it. And But you, eat, think, you, um, you eat chicken, though. Periodically, but it has to be... But you know what you could get, then? You could get ground chicken. You know, yeah, you could get ground chicken, I've ground turkey. You know what I mean? Like I did that before. I did a ground chicken burger on Christmas Eve. But you feel that the impossible meat mimics beef in a way... That almost satiates your yeah, desire. Think for it. about this: like years ago, I was vegan for 
like a good eight years. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I sort of see you in my mind as vegan. When I hear you talk about eating chicken wings but not eating beef, it's like, well, what's going on here? You it know what I mean? Of, like, my it's brain's... It's really something I want to go back to because... Just through strictly vegan? It's a lot of more health benefits in regards to that. I think we discussed this before when uh, Fifth and Red were yeah, on yeah. the show. Like, that's the thing. I could see maybe going like 75% vegan. I and, can I can see like 80-20. You know what I mean? Like I could I can see, see eighty twenty. I could see that kind of range where mostly I'm eating that stuff because, like, if I'm careful with what I eat, I do feel better. Yeah. Like if I go to Kava and I have that with the, all sorts of that vegetable stuff with a little bit of grilled chicken in it and some some of that. Crispy, or it's like crispy me going bread, to um, Chipotle and dope. asking for the uh, tofu vegetarian oh, burrito. Yeah, the vegetarian burrito. Okay, all right. No. Tofu is also something that's like a weird product. It is. Yeah, it I is. will admit it is. Like that's the that's the issue I have with the non-meat meat-like substances. It's almost like this is almost unhealthy in like just a completely different way from the way that the if meats are unhealthy. If you use it in moderation, it's right. all right. right. But if you're like eating it every day, then it's going to be a problem. Well, I could see if I, I season my to, tofu uh, with old El Paso maybe having a great taco out of it. Maybe. Maybe. If you do it right. I was right. talking to a woman that uh Actually, I turned her on to the show. Shout out to Miss Chauncey. Appreciate you, sweetheart, for hey. the call. Hey. All right. What up, Chauncey? But, uh, she uh, she was talking about how, you know, she's, you know, like tofu and, you know, she's on the impossible meat, too. And, I'm, and, I, and I got to thinking, you know, because she said tofu basically takes on the flavor, whatever you're cooking in. And then I was like, well, the impossible meat, I don't even know if you can really call that meat because there's no meat in it. You have meat flavoring, you know what I mean? Which also gets me like it's. You got this burger that's not made out of meat, but you flavored it to taste like meat. You know, so I, 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 I kind of just like it's confusing to me. Like, all right, so you don't like meat, but you want the taste of it. So you put this artificial flavoring in it that could also fuck you up depending on what it, chemicals are made in that to make it taste like this. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. It's sort of like when you get like soup in a can and it's got so much sodium in it, you're like, well, that's not oh, good yeah, for me. But when you make high, it at home, it's a lot better. Right, right, right. Because it's how hard is it to make soup on your own? But that's the thing, though. Like I remember looking at the Impossible Meat at the store and reading the stuff that's in it, but and I was when like, "When you read it, it's like, damn, should I really be this, eating this? This, this makes me not want it. You know, like, <laughs> like just the level. Like there, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff in here that I don't know what it is, and I try to avoid things that I don't know what they are when I read them in the the, the yeah. list of stuff. Like, like. Doritos, Take right? Take time to read the labels, Doritos folks. are delicious, but like, there's so many names of things I don't know what they yeah. are in there, and they do make me feel like shit. Yeah. I'm like, I like need Jesus, to listen to my body. Like Jesus said back in 95, <laughs> read the labels. Right. But this is on food labels we're talking about, though. Well, but anything, man. You need to read stuff. Like that. Yeah, it's important. yeah, you yeah. Don't know what, if you don't know what's in it, then you need to really especially give a second thought. If you're especially on ingesting that days. shit. I mean, my God, and the crap that people make, like uh, the things that come out of like, I mean, when you hear about all like the dog food that's getting tainted coming out of China, they're like, oh yeah, you know, Alpo recalled like six yeah. million cases of chunky dog shit. food and whatever. And Let alone the recalls we get over here with the salads and the fucking yeah. canned yeah. meats and all this other shit. Well, like, remember oh, years ago when, um, yeah. remember years ago when spinach got recalled? They're getting salad mix. Yeah. yeah. You know Remember I mean? when spinach got recalled? Yep, yep. Yep. All that shit. And then uh, green onions use, at Taco Bell? Well, it's because they, they use, yep. that. it's because they use, uh, like, 
they use fertilizers. They're trying to like reuse stuff, but they're not cleaning things as good as it can be. Then it's yeah. getting bacteria in it. That bacteria is growing, and then the plants are actually ingesting the bacteria, and they're not noticing yeah, that until they're doing tests. There was a comedian that I was listening to, Alonzo Bodden, who I've heard on uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR. He said that he was convinced that the FDA was run by a four-year-old who hates vegetables. I'm like, well, you got a point there, but at the same time, I kind of want to think like. Is there something up at the farms that they make it or they're mass producing shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? They gotta have like their their animals crowded upon top of each other. But we're also not like encouraging small farmers. Like what we need no, are they, small they, they independent farmers. Small farmers. Well, right. We yeah. need we need small independent farmers. I try to farmers. hit the farmers market as often as I can, especially in the summer right. and fall. When I get elected, when I get elected president, when I get elected president in 2024, I'm gonna subsidize, I'm gonna um, uh, tax incentivize towns to have small time farmers markets and help the small time farmers to move their products in local areas so that you can eat clean and local and at a reasonable price. See, I met this dude on one of my routes, man. Fucking he, uh, he actually owns, used to, well, he still owns the farm, but he doesn't do the farming work. He was like, man, you know, I got out of farming just because I was getting fucked over so bad. So right. I switched to, he, he went from farming to uh, doing like party rental spaces. And he makes his money, he makes a living off of that shit now. I'm like, wait a minute. So what's what's the farm for? He's like, man, this is just basically storage here now. I, you know, I got a couple animals that graze, but other than that, so he, I got out of it because I got fucked over so he bad. He uses his land to let people have like weddings and things like that. Yeah, shit like that. Right, he got right. venues, you know, places he bought that he knows that he can rent out. And he just, you know, he subsidizes income with that shit. I'm like, damn, bro. I said, farming got that bad? He goes, yeah, it got so bad. I used to love this. He goes, this was something I, I was growing up doing. My family's always done. And then when the government just started fucking us over, he said, I, just, I couldn't I couldn't survive. I just said, fuck it. I found I had to find another route. Right. It's, it's yeah, a real problem. Find another lane and... It's sad that it goes that way. Well, that this is but what it's is fucked up, though. You know what I mean? Like, damn. But this is what happens when you give corporations the rights of individuals. Shout yes. out to the Supreme Court, circa nineteen twenty something, twenty one, I think. Yeah, but because... they gave the the rights of corporations the rights of an individual, so that a corporation that can then lobby as if they were an individual for things like, you know, private farms getting. Uh, fucked over so that big large corporate farms can take over the areas like look at what monsanto does like if yeah, if monsanto yeah. uses monsanto seeds and they catch you with their genetics on your farm even if their genetics floated through the air and pollinated your plants and then you took you those seeds fined. you get fined for using their genetics that's i remember hearing shit. about that and yeah it's ridiculous i worked for a company that I've since long since left. It's been seven months. It had like Monsanto seeds. And yeah. I was never comfortable selling yeah. it. Yeah, it's 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 offensive. Because I felt like I was going against everything that I'm against. I was more of an activist then, especially now. I've kind of always had that activist vibe ever since I've been on the show. Yeah, you have. You're you're by far the most socially uh, active in that. Yeah, like if I could. Sense. Looking back on it, I really wish I had gone to the uh, Women's March five years ago in D.C. Um, that was pretty interesting. I had friends that went. I uh, believe Gloria Steinem was there, who was a very well-known feminist. Well, you know, that sounds like a great place to meet uh, bitches. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Easy. 
you know, I had to say it. I That's understand, a softball that, you, I joke understand that you say, say it, it, but, you know, you know I, I do follow, I follow Gloria Steinem. Oh, I follow shit. a few people Trey, from. You were at the bar that time that uh, I said something. And you said, just don't call them broads. And I said, I don't call bitches broads. And there was I some was like, lady at the bar lost some their woman shit. That just, just, she fell over laughing. I was like, well, okay. This is how this person is. I'm like, all right. Oh, man. That was funny. I used to have a good time. Shit, shit changing up now, man. Fucking the Supreme Court said uh, they, they knocked off the man. They said that was fucking illegal for the CDC. But the companies can still fucking the do that The companies can shit. still like, do it, especially DC's hospitals. DC's going to be fucked up. The yep. small businesses in D.C. I feel bad for right now because you can't get in there unless you have the card. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. There's like, going to be like an army of Karens getting arrested in D.C. Dude, I tell you, man, the only reason I got vaccinated is coming up in, in February. Like, if you are a fan of Prof, you might be able to still get a ticket to see Prof on uh, Saturday the 6th in February. But what happens to those cats that got tickets that weren't vaccinated? Do they get that money back? They, they got a sh- on I that? think they have to show a negative test they within 24 hours. Um, but, like, I have my sh- my shit on my phone so that I can just pull it and up and be like, yes. Yeah, I got boosted Well, yeah, DC changed. They'll come to 15th. Actually, what's that? That was today or yesterday. 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 Well, I got Friday? my shit. I can show it up. I can show it off right there on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot DC has changed this shit to where you have to have the vac. You got to be vaccinated to get into fucking bars, right? Movie theaters. I mean, that's gym, literally the only concerts. reason I really got vaccinated was because I wanted to be able to go to concerts coming to the city this coming year. And I've got uh, Action Bronson uh, and Boldy James ah. on the nineteenth coming up in February as well. They have two shows on two Saturdays. If you can get like backstage or at least meet Action Bronson, because that would be really cool to bring him on the Dude, show. Though. you right about that. If I got a shot at meeting Action and getting him on here. I'm like, I want to know like, what level are you on? Because I follow some of your work and I'm like, okay, what is this guy on, man? This guy seems like hella interesting. Some of his music's kind of corny, but I want to know like, where does he stand as a person? He smokes a lot of weed. I know that much. Well, clearly he does. I did mean, you, he had a food show, too. Did you ever watch his show? Uh, Fuck, a- that's delicious, uh, yes. Nah, where he watched Ancient uh, Aliens with his buddies? Uh, and no. the green screen? Dude, no. that shit was hysterical. They were sitting there just taking massive dabs and sitting on a green screen watching Ancient Aliens and talking about that shit and going off on, like, stone <laughs> tangents about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it's mean, really I remember the other show he had, which was amazing. Nah, action's, action's really dope. Like, I'm... I'm Pretty excited about the the artist that I'm going to get to see this coming February. So if you're if you make it out there, holler at your boy, hit me up on the gram or something. Let Gotta me know. Gotta have at least something to um, advertise the show when you're there. Oh yeah, I'm going to bring some cards and hand them out. If, you know, at the very least, like I've been putting a uh, uh, UID or no, uh, not what are they? Uh, QR codes. I've been putting QR codes onto my business cards because uh, oh, there you go. The place I work, I can print them up. So I've been printing up some. Oh, word! And, Shit. and slicing them up. Like I get these little tiny stickers. I'll put three of them on there and slice them up into little pieces and stick them onto the cards. Yeah. That way, I don't have to like you know reorder cards that have uh, you know the QR code that leads to the website. So I can hook you up yeah. with a couple stacks of those if you want, Mike. Yeah, do that. Do that. Yeah, please. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's cool. So I'm gonna I'm stretching my business cards. <laughs> By doing yeah, that, because it saves money on reprinting. Absolutely. So I'm going to be doing that, and uh, I might get a shirt by then. Like I'm working on getting merchandise. Oh, I out. need to see you some designs yeah. too, man. Yeah, I we need to do all that. Shit. We need to talk on that stuff more. I definitely am going to look into a couple of different sites, like because the action on the one site, I'm not really digging as far as putting stuff up there. It, it's kind of bogging mm-hmm. itself down. So yeah, I did see the um, link for the 
not quite official Mason and Friends show clothing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not quite official yet. Like things are still in beta design form. You can order something if you follow the merchandise link in uh, on the Mason and Friends show dot com. But those shirts may or may not change at some point soon. But the basic design is going to stay the same. Yeah. And also available on Twitter. You can follow the Mason and Show Friends. Mason and Friends show on Twitter. Absolutely. We got the uh, Jew Unit inspired Can We question mark 69 shirts and and pants and all sorts of stuff coming. Yo, the leg is fire. Are they not sexy as fuck? Yeah, uh, Lady T mentioned the something about that. The leg is fire, bro. Dude, the <laughs> Can We 69 can leggings, ladies. Gin. Dude, I'm telling you what. Girls, that shit, motherfucker, you will get attention if you wear those Let's fucking see. leggings. They ladies, that's going to be like the new spring wear. That's the thing. I'm trying We're to design to stuff. Class. Trying to design stuff that cats might actually want to buy, even if they're not a fan of the show. Yeah. Like, because those to me are like just fucking fire. Like straight. Yeah. Up that would fire. be really cool. Like you walk into a, like a room with the, like a ladies area, and they all got it on. Wouldn't that be cool, dude? That would be amazing. If <laughs> what we got to do is get a bunch of those for the city the midget video and have bitches wearing yeah. can we six nine uh, outfits doing the, doing the in sync dance together. You know what I mean? Jew will rock fucking a Can We 69 pair of leggings. <laughs> Absolutely, he would. Especially if he, we get him with a mullet and we get him in the ladies' outfit at Can We 69 and he's out there dancing around. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Doing the, whoa, whoa. the Cindy the Midget. Not with that. Like, nah, he could do that. He could, but you kind of know where I'm about to take this. But in that case, give the Jew the sweet sounds of the weather girls in that case. Yeah, I mean, that's what we would have going on at, for one section of the music video we'd have him doing stuff in the video the whole time and then the end would come where everybody's dancing together like it's the michael jackson group thing and he's yeah, wearing like the same the outfit video. the girls are exactly <laughs> that would be the greatest we had five girls wearing the can we six nine outfits and he's wearing the same outfit doing the dance with them oh that would be amazing so with a mother get him on some like michael jackson britney spears kind of thing absolutely dude i mean i, I mean for for all these music songs that we have for him the more videos we can get the more elaborate they can be the better as far as I'm concerned. We'll get there. I can't fucking remember, but there's a guy on Instagram. I've sent y'all this dude before that looks exactly like that song, bitch. That dances. He's always doing the running man and shit. That's hysterical. I want to see him with that mullet like uh, Riff Raff so he can do a video be looking like Riff Raff and shit. Jew is basically like our Riff Raff. He really is. But not as tattooed as Riff Raff. Exactly. He's a tattoo-free like Riff Raff. ridiculous as Riff Raff. Well, Riff. equally ridiculous. Yeah, but he's equally ridiculous, just in a different way. Riff Raff's amazing. Like, Riff Raff, Raff is way. garbage, but... <laughs> he's not all garbage. Riff Raff's got some, some good shit, man. I, I, can't, I can't totally knock Riff Raff. I can't either, but see, I haven't heard anything. Look, this is, Riff Raff got a flavor with him, man. Because when I seen him on... Uh, what was that show that, that he was on? Was it... G's the gents or some shit like that. He was on one of those, one of those like early, early two thousands MTV reality shows, I believe. It was on one of those shows where he come in the house and he was unpacking his shit right, and the guys were like, "Yo, what the fuck do you have right there?" And he showed him these Nikes that were Monopoly. It was a Monopoly board Nike. I was like, "Young them shoes." I'm not even a shoe dude. But them jokers was they was fresh, young. Riff Raff's the cut. whole fucking shoe was fucking the monopoly. Board. The man has shoe game like whoa, <laughs> for real. Like he's inspiring with his shoe game. He's ridiculous. I said that's some tight shit. That's unique right there. 
But, ladies and gentlemen, with that said, we've got adverse weather coming this way, so we're going to be cutting these oh, this episode yeah. a little down, bit, down, yo. a little bit shorter than usual. So, uh, thank you so much for get tuning in. Get your ass in. in the house before twelve. Right, get home. Make sure you're safe. Have a good uh, Sunday in the snow. We're going to try to have yeah, one shit, too. Fuck. Have a good Monday in the shit because I, I ain't going to work, bitches. I do. For real, I'm trying to skip it fuck too. That. If I can skip work <laughs> on Monday, I will. But we'll see. I plan on it. <laughs> it's it's weather's weather's doing what it's going to do. I expect I won't make it to work on Monday. But anyway, uh, you know, be nice people that look like you. Be nice people that don't look like you. Don't be a dick. Uh huh. Little bit by little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Keep moving forward. That's, Invest in your mental wealth. Don't be it. afraid to cut people off if they're toxic to you. That's right. This is Mercury retrograde, and as Lady T would always say, protect your energy. That's it. So stay safe. Be uh, be good. And remember, we love you very much, and uh, peace be with you. We out of here. Love y'all. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to help support the show, please go to www.patreon.com slash the letter M perfect entertainment there's a link in the description of each show at the bottom if you just scroll down you'll see the imperfect patreon account link if you're an apple user please take the time to give us a five-star review on the purple podcast app on your apple device this conversation can serve no purpose anymore goodbye